Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Friday, December 8th, 2023, and this is day 2088 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you. We honor you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for helping us, Lord, to go forth and do what you call us to do. Give us your strength and and uh, your power, Father, that, that we understand that it's not by our will, it's not by our own strength, but it's through yours. And, and we thank you, Lord, for uh, giving us uh, the desires of our hearts, Father, as we obey you and do your will. Help us, Lord, to put aside selfishness and greed and and Lord, that we will take on love and patience and kindness and uh, self-control, Father. We thank you so much for having your way and that you speak today through me. Give me your words to say in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Let me just give you a quick update on T-Zone. And uh, just to let you know, uh, God has just been opening up doors. Uh, We're looking to um, move into a bigger space um, sometime next year, the first part of the year, hopefully by March or April. We're uh, working on some things to um, get into a space where we have more uh, classrooms so that we can do trainings uh, simultaneously where we'll have one room for girls and one room for boys and and then come together for our arts and, and dance and and leadership classes. So uh, met with uh, the lady over Milton Moore, where they've taken and transformed those that grade school into offices, but more so for the community type outreach work. And we fit that mode and uh, W.E.B. Du Bois is housed there. And so I met with uh, Tamara to talk about what we needed there. And so Right now, that's kind of where we're leaning towards, and uh, we've got a verbal agreement. We're just, you know, asking God to provide the the rent that'll be needed, um, all of the different supplies. Hey, when God gives you something, He will provide all the things you need. So we're grateful to God for that. Uh, so grateful, also that what God is doing through our youth. We had. Um, uh, last Saturday, uh, close to 20 kids and many more parents are saying, can I bring this one or can I bring that one? And so we're looking forward to tomorrow having even more youth. So that's why we need more space because, I mean, we're busting out at the seams and <laughs> we know God is going to do it. We, we can, we've got more people wanting to come. So we just we just thank you all so much. Um, we were talking about our family history, and uh, so the kiddos are doing the research and interviews, and hopefully they'll come back tomorrow with some responses to their research that they were doing. And uh, we will have art class tomorrow. Looking forward to that, uh, and you know, connecting with a lot of different funders who support organizations like ours. Uh, and we are grateful to God uh, to 
each and every one of you for your support, uh, for your donations. Many of you are doing regular monthly donations, and I can't begin to tell you how much every one of your donations have been a blessing to us. So if you are looking for good ground to plant your seed, where you're going to see it blossom into good fruit, (laughs) please go to tzonekc.org and hit the donate button uh, and donate whatever God puts on your heart. So we thank you all again for your support. So let's get to the word. Today's message is get out of your own way. So often we are the ones in the way blocking our blessings. We're going to be coming out of 1 Samuel chapter 26 verses 1 through 25. 1 Samuel 26, 1 through 25. And and this kind of goes back to Saul and David and Saul. Well, it is about Saul and David and how Saul had been jealous of David Uh, And that jealousy provoked him to hate David and he had been out to kill him. So now let's let's go to the verses. The Zephites went to Saul at Geba and said, Is not David hiding on the hill of Hekelah, which faces Jeshimon? So David is running and and, uh, hiding out because Saul is out to kill him. So Saul went down to the desert of Zaph. Or Ziph, with his 3,000 select Israelite troops to search there for David. Saul made his camp beside the road on the hill of Hekelah, facing Jeshimon. But David stayed in the wilderness. When he saw that Saul had followed him there, he sent out scouts and learned that Saul had definitely arrived. Then David set out and went to the place where Saul had camped. He saw where Saul and Abner, son of Ner, the commander of the army, had lain down. Saul was lying inside the camp with the army encamped around him. So he's got all of his men circled around him to protect him. David then asked Amalek the Hittite and Abisha, son of Zeruhah, Joab's brother, who will go down into the camp with me to Saul. I'll go with you, said Abisha. I mean, that, that says a lot. Here's this, he's excited. He's courageous. He's ready to go with David, one of David's men. So David and Abishai went to the army by night. And there was Saul lying asleep inside the camp with his spear stuck in the ground near his head. Abner and the soldiers were lying around him. Abishai said to David, Today God has delivered your enemy into your hands. Now let me pin him to the ground with one thrust of the spear. I won't strike him twice. So he's saying, let me kill him. Let me kill Saul. They're standing there and all of the army is asleep and Saul is asleep. He's probably snoring and knocked out with his sword there. And Abishai is saying, let me, let me do it, David. Let me do it. But David said to Abishai, don't destroy him. Who can lay a hand on the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? As surely as the Lord lives, he said, the Lord himself will strike him or his or his time will come and he will die or he will go into battle and perish. In other words, he's saying, let God handle it. We don't need to do it. God is more than able to take care of our enemies. But the Lord forbid that I should lay hand on the Lord's anointed. 
Now get the spear and water jug that are near his head and let's go. So he's saying, even though Saul is doing evil and after him, he's still in position of leadership, of being the king. And David respects that position. And that is the same that goes for us. We may not like what the people are doing, but we respect that position. And especially when it's someone God has put in place. Verse 12. So David took the spear and water jug near Saul's head and they left. No one saw or knew about it, nor did anyone wake up. (laughs) They were all sleeping because the Lord had put them into a deep sleep. Then David crossed over to the other side and stood on top of the hill some distance away. There was a wide space between them. He called out to the army and to Abner, son of Ner. Aren't you going to answer me, Abner? Abner replied, who are you who calls to the king? So he's just envisioned this. There's this, let's say, you're on your block, you're, you're at your house and you're, you got the street between you and you're hauling across the street to your neighbor. Visualize it that way. So there's this great divide between them and you're yelling back and forth to each other. David said, you're a man, aren't you? And who is like you in Israel? Why didn't you guard your Lord, the king? So he's being really facetious, isn't he? (laughs) Sarcastic, like, yeah, uh uh-huh. Why didn't you guard your king? Someone came to destroy your Lord, the king. What you have done is not good. As surely as the Lord lives and your men, as surely as the Lord um, lives, you and your men must die because you did not guard your master, the Lord's anointed. Look around you. Where are the king's spear and water jug that were near his head? (laughs) He's taunting them now, right? Saul recognized David's voice and said, Is that your voice, David, my son? David replied, Yes, it is, my lord, the king. And he added, Why is my lord pursuing his servant? He's still asking, Why are you chasing me, dude? Why are you doing this? Now, let my Lord, the king, listen to his servant's word. Why are you pursuing me? Let me go back. What have I done and what wrong am I guilty of? Now, let my Lord, the king, listen to his servant's words. If the Lord has incited you against me, then may he accept an offering. If, however, people have done it, may they be cursed before the Lord. They have driven me today from my share in the Lord's inheritance and have said, go serve other gods. Now do not let my blood fall to the ground far from the presence of the Lord. The king of Israel has come out to look for a flea as one hunts a partridge in the mountains. He's looking for something, you know, he's looking for David and he's saying, you It's like searching for a flea or a bird in this big wilderness. And furthermore, I've done nothing to you. Have you ever wondered why people are so mad at you sometimes and angry and bitter towards you? And you're like, what did I do (laughs) to deserve this? Oh, but we're going to go through and God is with us. And it's all to give God the glory. Then Saul said, I have sinned. Come back, David, my son, because you considered my life precious today. I will not try to harm you again. Surely I have acted like a fool and have been terribly wrong. Here is the king's spear, David answered. Let one of your men come over and get it. 
The Lord rewards everyone for their righteousness and faithfulness. The Lord delivered you into my hands today, but I would not lay a hand on the Lord's anointed. He's like saying, you know what? I could have killed you, but I didn't. As surely as I valued your life today, so may the Lord value my life and deliver me from all trouble. So this was the second time that David could have killed Saul. Uh, the first one was First Samuel 24 and 1. Then Saul said to David, May you be blessed, David, my son. You will do great things and surely triumph. So, so David went on his way and Saul returned home. And then as we go on to, I think around chapter 30, that's when um, Saul is killed. Uh, and literally um, he... Uh, takes his own life because, you know, he doesn't want to look cowardly. But anyway, I encourage you to read on. So let's go to our points. Point number one, have you ever found yourself trying to help God move quicker on your behalf? Mm -hmm. or, <laughs> uh, or, or have you uh, found yourself getting out of pace with God because of a lack of patience? It is so very important that we keep in step with God and not going ahead of him nor lagging behind him. We, we must keep in step, listening for his instructions and obeying him at all times, trusting in his process to handle the things you may be dealing with right now. That means we need to know God's word. We need to open the manual, the Bible, the word of God and read it, study it, meditate on it, memorize it and apply it to our lives as David did when he came uh, to uh, to not touching God's anointed. He said uh, David knew God's word and he acted up on it. He said Touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. He knew the word of God. He could have killed Saul, but he would have been getting out of step with God and putting his own desires first. See, when we trust God, it's not about our own, what we want to do and how we want to do it. It's about God's process and his way, because you see, God is going to get all the glory. God allows things to happen in a certain way in our lives for a reason. It's not just happenstance. It's not just because somebody, you know, just wants to do you wrong. God is allowing it for a reason and for a season. God's word contains instructions, inspiration, and guidance for anything we're dealing with. Point number two, Galatians 5 and 25 says, since we live by the spirit, let us keep in step with the spirit. Keeping in step with the, with the Holy Spirit reminds me of when dancing uh, with my husband and uh, he would lead. And as long as I stayed in step with him, I was fine. We looked good on that dance floor, swaying back and forth. But as soon as I felt like he was doing the wrong step or, or going the wrong way or, or uh, pivot, I felt like he was doing the wrong step or, or pivot. I would start doing, uh, I, I would start doing another step, the wrong step. And we looked chaotic. You know what I mean? I'm like, 
Oh, we got off. We got off. And instead of me just staying with him, even if he got off in my own sight, I should still follow that step. Not say, no, I'm going to do it this way because this is the right way (laughs) in my own eyes, right? See, we have what we think is the right way, just like David uh, corrected his soldier and told him, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. We, you know, even though he's right here, we could do it. He's been chasing after us to kill David. But no, we are not going to take matters in our own hands. We're going to allow God to do it. So uh, we must keep in step with the Holy Spirit. Uh, We must stay uh, in step with the Lord, even when we feel like we know the best way. We need to trust his process from beginning to end. And you will be blessed for doing so. So step out of the way. (laughs) Step out of your own way and let God have the glory. I'll never forget I had this business called Muffins Boutique. And it was one of the first businesses. Um, You know, after my childhood, I had businesses selling pies and doing that. I've been an entrepreneur, I think, from the womb. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Coming out of the womb, selling something. And I remember... (laughs) having this business called Muffins Boutique, which is named after my oldest daughter. And at the time when she was a little girl, uh, she was a little chubby little girl and uh, it was hard to find cute clothes for her. So out of anger, I'm like, I'm starting my own clothing store for little girls. Every girl, no matter what their size, should have what they would like to wear. And so I started Muffins Boutique. Well, I had found suppliers and where to buy these clothes. So um, I did all that research and uh, I got out of step though with God. I just decided I'm going to go to Chicago or Texas, wherever it was, I had to go to the supplier. And I went and it was in the summer and I, and I went and I'm thinking I'm going to get all these summer clothes so I can come back and be ready to sell them. Well, when I got there to my uh, dismay, <laughs> I found out that during the summer, they're selling winter attire. So that did me no good. But here's what happened. Had I waited on the Lord and followed his steps, I would have known that. I would have known better. I did all the research, but that part I didn't know. So I had to wait and I came back. So I came back with a few winter items and then couldn't sell those until the fall. So I got back on track and I said, Lord, please forgive me for that because I did not follow God all the way. You see, I followed him part of the way by, you know, doing the research, starting the business. He gave me the business idea, did all that. But then I got off step when it came to that piece. So we can easily do that if we're not careful. And so we need to follow him all the way to the end. You know, that middle ground is the toughest when it comes to, you know, we can start off really good, right? You know how we start off real powerful and really good. And then, and then as we get moving in the middle ground, it's like, it's like taking forever to get to the destination, but we still must keep in step with the Holy Spirit. How about you? Is God showing you an area in your life where you done got off step and it's time to make things right and get back on track where God would have you to be? He loves us so much that he's given us many chances to get it together because he has blessings just for you. Now, if you don't know Jesus, this 
is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. The angels are rejoicing right now because of you. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S-Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And feel free if you have a comment or if you have, a, you know, a prayer request or if you have, you know, anything you want to say, just go to that website and send me a message, a message of encouragement, whatever it is that God puts on your heart. And also don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about these life skills and workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness and DIY projects. Thank you all so much for all that you do for us, keeping us going with this mission that God is giving us to teach our youth. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.